back, good friends, to Gab with Gwen podcast. This is your girl Gwen, and we have our VIPs in the proverbial social distancing <laughs> non-building. We have Miss Trinity and Slim. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. We are together in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Herman Cain. So this is a bonus episode for you guys who are new listeners. And for those who've been rocking with us, you know, we do these weekly I May Destroy You commentary. Um, And so we are now up to episode nine. It's entitled Social Media is a Great Way to Connect. Follow at Gab with Gwen on social media, (laughs) on Instagram, on Twitter, and the face of the book. However, I'm most active on IG and Twitter. So we start off with Bella sitting on the bed. Mm -hmm. And she's like flashing back with different faces of men. So Trinity, you take us, you take us down the journey. Yeah. So she's having this flashback of the attack and the men's faces keep changing, but they're all white men. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I don't know if it's just white men that she's known, that she's seen before, whatever, but she's definitely, you know, back to having these these flashbacks, these, like, mini panic attacks, if you will. And um, her concentration gets broken from that with her roommate, Ben, calling out for her. So she kind of snaps out of it, and he asks, you know, how she's doing, if she's okay. And she says, you know, yeah, she's just tired. And as he's walking away, he ends up coming, popping his head back into her room and saying, happy Halloween. So at least we kind of know, you know, the timeline now. Now it's the the end of October. Um, so at this point, Bella then starts to watch. It looks like her Instagram stream because she's watching a bunch of videos that she's posted where she's poking fun at people who, you know, are asking about, oh, I need to have a white month. We should have a straight pride month or mm-hmm. a men's day or stuff like that. And so she's kind of calling them out for that for that type of BS. And she says, you know, we get a day but you get a lifetime knowing that you can walk around free from rape. So yeah. essentially just to shut the fuck up. And she says that this is why she, she hates white guys. And it's not making that hate really go away by them complaining about this type of bullshit. Well, she has a hashtag. She did hashtag I H S W G. I hate straight white guys. Mm. <laughs> I am glad you explained that. Cause I was like, what the, what is that? That's too many letters. At first, you know, because, you know, I rewatched it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's I hate straight white guys. And then you see, yeah, just the people's replies coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see that. We see somebody send an address. Oh, yeah. it seems to be of someone that had abused them. And then she gets that other message where it talks about the fact that she needs to start doxing men. So that one stood out to her. Because she ends up Googling what doxing yeah. was and she finds out that, you know, it's about publishing private information about someone on the internet. Um, I'm learning so, so much slang. these messages and stuff like that, you can <laughs> see her. Are you <laughs> from the show? Well, hold on. Yeah. I, um, I agree. Well, There's a lot of slang. But did you guys notice she was crying? So when the person replied to her saying that what they had the address of their rapist home in Jersey City. She was actually wiping tears 
And then she got the doxing message, and she Googled it. I Googled it, too. I, I didn't know what doxing was. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah, didn't know what it was. I had seen about doxing on Reddit. But that sounds very British. Doxing. <laughs> I don't uh, doxing. <laughs> I don't think we say that here. Well, she didn't know what it was, either. If she had to Google it, then it, doesn't, it just seems like it's some internet shit. Yeah, but we put people on blast in the United States. Uh, you don't think putting someone's address is on blast? <laughs> Yeah, but we have a different term. We don't say doxing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, is this, is this legit slang or these British terms? I need to know the difference. But the girl, the woman, the person who replied to her, well, okay, when she said Jersey City, I'm assuming Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, that could mm, be someplace in England. I don't know. It's probably I'm, England. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Jersey. I don't know. So anyway, we learned a new word. I don't mm-hmm. know. Trinity, did you, you said you knew it from Reddit. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. It came across it probably a couple years ago okay all right so next scene bella and terry are in the doctor's office right yeah so they're sitting in a doctor's office um and it seems to be that there are some brain scans on the doctor's computer so you kind of wonder what kind of doctor this is and he does state that uh the readings from her ct scan were all normal however her blood pressure is high Mm -hmm. so bella ignores that last part and she immediately whips out her phone to take a new video. And now she's talking about her brain scan. And she's like, as you know, you can't have peace. You can't give peace unless you have peace. And she's calling out the folks that are basically saying that she's crazy for like this new crusade that she's on where she's fighting all of these rapists and life destroyers on Instagram and Twitter. Clearly her brain is fine. So she's all good. And then she says, besides... It's not every day that I guess she's having these battles with people because on Thursdays she's sitting her pom pom on her, their dad's face. So I was just like, just rude. Wait, what pom pom? I, you know, I can figure out what that was. Oh, that's see, this is where there's this, this is where there's the Jamaican influence in England. Pom pom is punani, my friend. Oh, another <laughs> slang word number two. So. I was like, it's, I put, you know, I have emojis on my phone when I do my notes and I have like the blushing emoji, like, excuse me, in front of the doctor, you cut him off to say this? Well, I bet the doctor was like me, like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> but that, Yeah, probably. I, I watched it like twice. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I was really like, who, who's, I didn't know whose daddy she was talking about. I didn't know what poom poom was. I was, I was like, I, I'm confused. Pum Pum Shores, yes, she's, yes, just, I was just like, this is so awkward, oh my god, what so, is wrong with this girl? So, Pum Pum is a lady private parts in Jamaican? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Run the Pum Pum! <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid! I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that all night. Please well, don't. So, but okay, so this is my thing. I'm looking at Terry like, is she going to look annoyed? Is she irritated? She really is not showing mu- many emotions, truth be told. And next thing, Terry jumps in the damn live too. Oh, yeah, that was annoying. Everybody was Terry so annoying. Terry always self-promote. Terry said, be good to those who love you because those who love you are good. I was just like, Bleh. Oh, Terry. Trifling ass. Just horrible. Hi, hi, hi. So but they were so rude to that doctor. <laughs> I was like, first of all, in America, doctors barely give you the time of day. You're just trying to squeeze in. You can't be doing that. You, can't, you can't do that in America. Listen, that doctor would have bounced 
he, he, that would have been the end of your appointment. Well, it says in the lobby so. to have, turn off your ringer. Mm-hmm. And then what did, doctors don't have anywhere to be. Well, listen, oh. but, but the, this is this is Bella, though. So when she's done with her little live, she's like back in the room, like like she's a director. I was like, excuse me. I thought she was so annoying in this episode. <laughs> so anyway, so she, they, the doctor she was back. I mean, she was. She was. So the doctor is like, well, they're going to monitor the blood pressure as it puts a strain on the kidney. She's like, wait, what? Because she wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't paying attention. And he tells her she's at elevated risk being of Afro-Caribbean origin. He might as well called her the N-word because she overreacted. What? Well, so turn no, 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 that was a perfect reaction. But I thought I thought it was like he it's like um, maybe this is the American in me. I don't know. But I thought he was like African and Caribbean. Like he was putting. Yeah, all that's what he African... said. Afro-Caribbean. But she's not from the Caribbean. So he so Afro-Caribbean is just a, a, a black person from the Car- Caribbean, right? Because you can be from the Caribbean and not be black. So that's just saying, just like African American, right? So like you're, that's but, you're, you're a black American, and Afro Caribbean is a black Caribbean person. So I, we didn't say it outright. So she then goes off on him, saying that that was racial ignorance. I see. I thought it was like African or an Caribbean. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Afro Caribbean. It's it's just like African American, like to distinguish right. you as a black American person. Afro-Caribbean is a black Caribbean person. It's like this Afro-Latino, which is supposed to be the black that's okay. Latino, right? So she's like, that's facial ignorance. I'm not Afro-Caribbean. I'm African. They, they talk so fast on the show. And I know y'all, yeah. like, they're like, you talk fast. I know I they talk do. fast. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I have to repeat it a few times to catch this. I have to repeat it so many times this, this episode. Because I was like, wait, what did they say? And for me to really catch it, especially if you're trying to take notes. And so she's like, there's a unity and distinction between those places. And as a London doctor, you should be aware to avoid generalizing people of color. So what do we, I wanted to talk about and this it's right true. here. I want to talk about it because what do you think? So you I, agree. you. <laughs> yeah, Turn it, I agree. I, I thought, I didn't like her. I thought, I thought her, rea- I think she overreacted. I, I do. I, I just didn't think that was necessary, especially that tone. All she had to say was like, "I'm I'm uh, from African from the continent." I, I I really just didn't see like the the lecture. Trinity, what what did you think? So I think the lecture is important because he's a medical professional. You can't just because somebody gives you a printout of someone's diagnosis just take it for face value that because this woman identifies as black and is black that she's automatically Afro Caribbean. These these Brits seem to think and to group a large swath of black British folks as being Afro-Caribbean. And Gwen, you had the episode about Windrush, right? Where that's how many Afro-Caribbean individuals ended up in the UK. But there's a huge portion of black Britons that are straight from Africa or just pure of African descent. So there is a distinction and it does need to be noted and it does need to be respected. She's not from the Caribbean. She is just African. You can't just make assumptions like that, especially when someone's health is coming into play because he's distinctly said that she is at elevated risk because of her Afro-Caribbean descent. So what about her African straight up descent? How does that factor in? 
Well, see, this is, this is what I find, I guess, a little confusing about the thing. Because when I go to a doctor's appointment, you fill out a form and you have to basically give all your demographics. And it just has like, what, what is it, like African descent or black descent? So remember, we, we have to keep in mind, like, it's us in the U.S. versus them, right? So in the U.S., the dominant black culture is African-American, right? The minorities are the, you know, the black immigrants. And then in the U.K., though, the dominant is the Afro-Caribbean. So I took it, I kind of felt some type of way about her saying this, to be honest, because I felt like, so what are you trying to say? You you you, you think you're too good to be mm. Afro-Caribbean? Like, what are you trying to say? Because yes, you're, you're acknowledging the unity and you're acknowledging the distinction. But are, unless you come in saying that, I know from my experience that there are different genetic or different medical issues of people of African descent from the continent versus Afro-Caribbean. You know, I'm always the person about black unity. We all black. So I'm trying to understand what, what was that? Like, yes, you check him on like, okay, well, I'm not. The form should be updated. But to go on this kind of diatribe, I, right. I felt like I wasn't like, mm. so is, does that have a different impact on the message about your blood pressure? Now, I have a little bit of insight into this, a tiny bit of insight from a previous episode, actually. Mm. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, if, unless you're trying to tell me that there are some that you are aware of a medical distinction of people of Afro-Caribbean origin versus people from Africa and the continent. Yes, you sh- you can make a comment about the labeling and the characterization is not comprehensive. But this whole thing, I was like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. What do you, what are we, what are we really trying to say? I felt, mm-hmm. I felt a little bit of some type of way because Trinity, if that were here and someone was like, oh, say, I don't know, it's African-American or whatever, whichever group's here, and they were like, uh, I'm not, and did it, I'm like, okay, granted, people need to get better with language and terminology, but to my knowledge, generally, black people, we do have issues with blood pressure. Right. So We do. But so, we're all of African descent. Yeah, we're all well, about tell that descent. to ADOS. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got, now... <laughs> I have a theory that I know we're going off and I'm sorry that I do this, y'all. I know y'all be like, just get through the episode, but I, I can't help <laughs> I've heard a theory. My cousin said it to me and I can't remember. It's an older episode and it's at the end of the episode. Y'all not going to listen to it where I had my a younger cousin, a young, he's like not even 21 at the time and his friend come over and the girl is, she studied, she was in college studying and she's of African descent of like from the continent. And she was saying, and I've heard another, like an older cousin say this, that they're is a hypothesis that to survive the slave trade, people died, like most hundreds of thousands, millions of people who actually died, who couldn't even make the journey from mm-hmm. Africa to the Caribbean and, well, to, to the West, to the Americas, right? So to Latin America, the Caribbean, and in America, right? They, they couldn't even make it because they died. And there's a hypothesis that those who had a propensity to be hypertensive were the ones who were able to make it. Because you have to remember, they're not really feeding you. They're not really giving mm-hmm. you water. So if you're able to retain water because you're hypertensive, we may genetically be more disposed to high blood pressure at people in the Americas who were descendants of slaves as opposed to people who were actually stayed and only been in Africa the whole time. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Hypothesis. I yeah. don't know the medical research. And I could 
potentially see it, plus the trauma and the legacy of racism and slavery. People say a lot of stuff. Trauma's passed down generation to generation. Yeah, that's why we hypertensive like a motherfucker. So, <laughs> if, if you were to tell me that, oh, well, I'm of African descent, we have a lower propensity, to, which, again, I don't know how much science this could be. Hotep science, I don't know. But I've heard a few people say that. Then I could be like, oh, okay, that distinction, if you were to say that. But if it's just because you're label like that's for me personally i check off african-american on stuff i'm not technically african-american because i'm jamaican-american but i'm not going to go off on my doctor about that right right that's just how i felt right i was just like so how do you think that a jamaican would react to being called trini or (laughs) guyanese or something like that i'm pretty sure they'd be a little bit vexed about that you know it that's why you're laughing (laughs) Okay, well, the forum didn't get that specific, okay? Um, <laughs> it didn't get that specific. I mean, listen, I get it. I'm not saying that I don't get it. Like, I, I see both sides. I felt like her rebuttal could have been contextualized differently right? for me to be more on her side. And especially after us just seeing her go on live and act a fool, and she is on this kind of soapbox. Right. That's right. why I was like, bitch, you trying it. And let's have a real conversation about why your blood pressure is high. Because at the end of the day, black people do have a propensity to have high blood pressure. Yeah. I, I didn't care for her attitude. Not. No. I don't know. That's so anyway. Long story short, that's that. So then. So go ahead, Trinity. Tell us what you know. Now he got to defend himself. So, yeah, now he starts defending himself and he starts blaming it on the reports and he apologizes. And Bella then, you know, tells him that he needs to go talk to his pharma bros and basically tell them to change the form. And she asks him, who makes the form? Because she wants to know why they would be labeling her that way. He's like, I have no clue. And so she ends it with the fact that, you know, his full diagnosis is basically, hello, hello, Arabella, you are Caribbean and I don't know. She laughs. (laughs) (laughs) She gets up and she walks out. But so she's this I had a problem with, right? Because this was rude. <laughs> yeah, but she's avoiding the issue. Like, you worry about the form. Like, can we focus on the right. diagnosis? But we know that this is Bella's MO, right? She deflects and she doesn't want to hear bad news. This is how she reacts. She'll just be, like, oblivious to it and pick on, pinpoint on something else to harp about. This is what she does. Okay, okay. It's not right by any means, but it's what she does. Okay, so come on. So, so where we go from there. So, you know, this doc- I wrote this doctor's in over his head. I felt sorry for the doctor. I don't want to say it. I know I'm not supposed to have sympathy for white men in this episode, but I was like, damn, I feel for you, white man. <laughs> he tried. He tried. I mean, whatever. So then next thing we see Terry walking with the doctor in the hallway. And if you guys notice Bella was acting a fool outside. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She, she was posing. And- <laughs> God, insufferable insufferable yeah and then terry you know they're walking terry says you know she asked the doctor why is bella's bp high now honestly from an american standpoint i'm like we have hipaa law i feel like he can't talk to you because you're not <laughs> you're not you're like, right. 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 <laughs> i was like this is kind of weird but okay okay hipaa violation if this is what you really want to do <laughs> and he, I'm sorry for you if you guys are from the UK. Listen to this. It's H I P A A. Google it, okay? So <laughs> he's like, I don't know. And then Terry's like, Oh, she doesn't smoke. 
she she just vapes now. And as the doctor tries, so the man tries to open his mouth, oh. he's like, like she told him, shut up. <laughs> she she, she then lectures him about how vaping is better than smoking. Yep. And where's Terry getting her scientific information from? Who are these people? Y'all? From herself. Well, why, why is Terry in such denial about the vaping? Like she, everybody who confronts her on the vaping, she, she goes off on. Because she did it with Simon. Because she has guilt and she's a part of the self-care. And so she, because of all this guilt of what she did, is trying to be like, I'm a good person. I did the right thing. I did this. I'm helping her. And you're still hurting your friend with the vaping. I guess she just thinks it's like the least of all the evils that Bella's currently dealing with. So she's just like, look, the vaping helps. Just let her vape. We got to fix everything else. I think she has a bizarre savior complex right now mm, to, mm. To, to compensate for her guilt. And I think we're going to see that throughout the episode. So, And we've seen it, you know. So I think yeah. it's just the savior complex why she's trying to justify i saved her vaping is good y'all better shut up but i'm like i honestly don't think an american doctor would have put up with this he would have been like okay this is a, I mean, he would have bounced you bitch you're not even a patient you're not yeah. relative like come on so i was like he's putting up with a lot but okay what does terry say now oh she's talking about how the stress basically that she's going through dealing with her newfound fame and trying to help everybody else is probably going to end up killing her before the vape does and then it flashes to bella and I quote unquote in my notes here, doing jail nigga hood poses on her phone. <laughs> Spot on. Because she's on the floor. She's yeah. stretched out. She's Kneeling. like, she's getting it. Yeah. I mean, we're here. We're all like, what's wrong with her? The, the juxtaposition of them talking about her being a victim and what's going to kill her. And then we see her doing jail nigga poses. I'm like, excuse me? But I did like her coat. I don't even remember. The, the coat was fly. I was just like, this is this 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 whole show is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Right if if I was this doctor, I'd just get them out of here, give them a lollipop, give them the office, just get them out of here. Yeah, exactly. And but Terry argues down this man after you know Bella just cursed him out. Yeah. And she's like, it doesn't take a professional to see that the stress from the phone will kill her faster than any puff of nicotine. I was like, show me your MD. <laughs> show me your empty where's your receipts okay because we don't even know if y'all went to college if y'all went to community Duh. college we yeah. hope y'all graduated that high school you went to so where's where's your md but you know i'm gonna let you finish like kanye oh, whew, whew. so anyway next scene trinity go ahead yeah so now we see bella and kwame standing next to each other um, and they're both on their cell phones. Bella's over there scrolling around on Instagram once again, looking at a bunch of comments, likely from her last video when she was at the doctor's office, while we hear some interesting noises coming mm -hmm. from Kwame's phone. Sounds like porn, all right? So apparently Kwame has a friend by the name of Michael who sent him a little video preview showcasing his skills in the bedroom. So that way Kwame could decide whether or not he wants to smash. Do you guys think this actually happens? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. Okay, I, I'm so naive right now. I, I, oh, Lord. Of course. And, and then Bella laughs and says she likes that. <laughs> yeah, Bella was down with it. <laughs> yeah. It saves you the trouble, right? But then I was like, did the white chick cure him of his dick phobia if he's again smashing? 
I think the dude after the white chick did. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he immediately hopped on another dick. I mean, okay. immediately. I, I can't keep up with all Kwame's dicks, so. No one can. Nope. <laughs> and so then Terry shows up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got a bag full of uh, angel halos because it is Halloween. Let's not forget. We got to go out and look good. So it looks like uh, I think the three of them, I guess, were supposed to assume we're going to dress up as angels. But she only had one halo. The store only right. had one halo. The other two are like, yeah, we don't care. You can take it since she seemed kind of hell bent. I mean, the angel. An angel because she's so precious. Savior um, complex. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. That too. <laughs> I know. It's so obvious. Yeah. Because of guilt. You know? Yeah. Savior yeah. complex because of guilt. So then. They start walking. Um, I forget where they're heading to, but they start walking. And as they're walking, some guy hops out of a barber shop mm-hmm. and approaches Bella and Kwame uh, because uh, Terry seems to be further ahead of them. And he, you know, is just kind of pouring out his heart to Bella and he's thanking her so much for the contributions that she's making online. And he then brings up the fact that, you know, he's had his own instance of being sexually abused as a child by a straight white male. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that, you know, as a black man, it's really difficult to be honest about that kind of trauma. And he says, you know, pain comes at a price. So, you know, the both of them are talking and as they're both talking and he's basically just kind of bigging up Bella, Kwame is standing there and Kwame's pretty much had enough um, because I guess he sees the other side of Bella and her infatuation with her online social media. So he ends up walking away. Um, well, do you think uh, Kwame heading over to Terry? Mm-hmm. Do you think Kwame was annoyed? Like, because this guy's talking about his abuse. Do you think that kind of made something come up in Kwame and that's why he was getting absolutely. a little okay absolutely yeah i thought it yeah, was because he did that. look really annoyed as well yeah he looked annoyed yeah. and he looked uncomfortable yeah yes yes i agree i agree so kwame walks off he goes to terry but bella's still talking to the guy yeah she you says know. i'm never too busy to talk about pain and kwame's over the shit he's not with the shits at all okay so but he goes over to terry and starts talking shit about bella yeah, everybody was everybody was an asshole in this episode. Mm, well, maybe they were just showing their true colors in this episode, mm. right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm, bloop. So he was imitating Bella, and he's like, you know, like making a voice, and you know how how she plugs people on social media, and you know she's a shiro, and then Terry oh starts, yeah, Terry starts giving the side eye too, and Kwame calls her consoler of the week and avenger of the bad men. And then he calls her over and she and the dude are like taking a selfie. And then Terry's like, well, maybe one day you'll feel down and you'll need someone who agrees with whatever the fuck you say. And if, even if you're chatting shit. Yeah. I was like, damn. That was so, I, I think, I think the actress is jealous that Bella has a fan base. Cause shouldn't the actress have the fan base? I've been saying Terry's been jealous off gate. And we mm. said she was jealous from the episode in... Italy was that episode three yeah and she like when she when Bella had the Airbnb and she was in there she'd been jealous Ugh, I can't stand trifling ass Terry okay and <laughs> and I wrote in my notes uh Terry needs to shut the fuck up because this is all her fault and she ain't shit Ooh. <laughs> hey. hey facts Ooh. <laughs> okay so 
out. That's that. Bella runs over to them and they walk to like, it's like a paint and sip type thing they go to. Right. Yeah. Well, they've changed now though, also. They're now in their costumes. True. I have to say, Bella's Halloween costume is the cutest outfit she has had on all season. <laughs> True that. Absolutely. <laughs> True that. And you know, she has actually... The most put together. Yeah, she looks so cute. She has a great figure, by the way. Like, we don't... We never... The way she dresses, you would never tell, but she has actually a really great figure. Uh, That's true. She does. But you would never tell in these, you know, these granny clothes. and these No. <laughs> the man repeller clothes, as they call them. So anyway, they're at Paint and Sip you want to go through that trinity so bella's on her phone and terry keeps reminding her like look this is a no phone zone you need to chill you need to focus on your self-care friendship like we're here together let's enjoy the night right bella is also trying to vape and i guess one of the people running the event you know has to come over to him like please don't do that in here we don't yeah, have time little red that, riding so. hood <laughs> little red yes exactly <laughs> Uh, so Bella, you know, begs Terry to let her do one video. So as she's doing this video, she's t- talking about, she's calling it the people of color paint and wine movement. And so yeah. then you see Terry, uh, Terry and Kwame kind of look at each other like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, this is not a movement. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. So, you know, she's Bella getting caught up in her IG bullshit as she has been. Um, so she finishes her video finally. And it seems to be that Kwame has let the women know about his little, you know, heterosexual hookup from the other night. And Terry says that she hates it when white girls disappoint her, which obviously, you know, is full of shade because I guess that harkens back to um, what's homegirl's name that runs the, the abuse clinic? Oh, Theo. Theo. Her name? Yes. Theo. Yeah. I'm guessing that that harkens back to Theo and how white chicks always let her down. But, you know, Kwame lets the ladies know that the girls said the F word. But what I thought was interesting was he didn't mention that he allowed her to say the N word. Mm. Or would have allowed her to say mm-hmm. the N word to him. But, you know, that's fine. So Bella goes up to him. She hugs him. She kisses on his cheek. And she asks him, you know, why he didn't bring it up sooner. And he said that he just didn't want to really think about it. And Terry chimes in and he says, but you still whipped your dick out. So, you know, there's that. So no, she's like, she's um, like, I, she's like, I hope you pulled your dick out. Mm. She says, I hope you pulled your dick out. Oh, that's what she said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, said, and, and Kwame says, and then Kwame says it was afterwards, actually. This is the trigger. The second time I watched it is right. where I got this more. So then he's mm. like, it was afterwards, actually. And this is where Della starts to like, be like, huh? She and gets pissed. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. and she and Kwame's like they were just chilling, and it really made him think about what people are saying in your absence. And then Bella says, you know, wait, you know. So before she does this though, and I know y'all y'all be hating when Gwen do this, and this is my podcast, but I, I have to ask a question before we get into the deep part. Oh Lord, mm-hmm. we have to go to the bad wig count. Yes, I okay. knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it. And you I had it. Oh, I knew it. I have a philosophical <laughs> question here. I have a philosophical question. It does. It can't count. I no, have, it, it counts. It counts. He looked like a black Elton John. He looked like a black Elton John. He looked like a black Elton John. It was wrong. It was wrong. So I have a philosophical question because at this point is where we see him. Philosophical question. Kwame has on. A bowl cut wig. Okay, I have. I have here. Mm-hmm. Mommy has on a bad bowl cut wig. 
okay? I wrote... <laughs> it is Halloween, so it is a technicality. It counts. It so, counts. I it look. I, I no, no. It counts. I wrote in my notes the same thing. Black Elton John with yeah. bowl cut wig, and I highlighted. It counts. So yeah. I don't know. Y'all are y'all are trifling. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> Trinity, stop. I am asking the question because I have, I have, I have question marks here. I said, okay, asterisk. Does this now become like you know? Is this like when people do? steroids and then they put an asterisk next to their name <laughs> on like the hall of fame or do we let it slip because it's halloween no. i'm not sure no no because kwame is after we all know kwame he's probably got a grinder or a dick somewhere hiding around you look your sexiest on halloween how is this bowl cut helping i don't i don't know we're gonna have to come back to it i just want to note it so we don't because well, he's going for like an old school rock look though no I don't know what was Kwame supposed to be. I have no idea. I think he was an because you know there was only one Halo, so they all went. So he had on white angel wings too. The rest of the outfit looked fabulous because he had on this lace pant jacket suit thing, but the bowl wig, no, no, I, unacceptable. Well, but then he kind of had like David Bowie makeup on. Yes, this is true. I listen. I didn't add it to the wig count. I'm just oh, posing no. the question. Maybe we'll ask the audience. Maybe we'll <laughs> ask you guys. All right. I'm going to not add you it have to officially do a poll. to the count. I will do a poll on Instagram stories. Okay. okay? And then in the, we'll come back and revisit this. Okay. All right. So let's. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know I interrupted the whole flow, but I, I just didn't want to let this wig slip. Okay. No, don't let it slip. Can't let no wig slip. I'm, I'm already going to put in my absentee ballot. <laughs> put that on the list, girl. I feel like I feel like since you have the standard deviation from the party, you don't have to count this one. <laughs> That's my take. We'll let the audience decide. Okay? We'll let the audience decide. So... <laughs> the worst. <laughs> where did we land on this? Okay, so this is where now Bella is... Vex. Wait, what? Yeah, she's like, yeah. Wait, what happened? And he kind of disregards her when she brings it up. Yeah, he does. He kind of like brushes it off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, which which is fine. I guess he didn't want to really talk about it. And he kind of probably saw her face as she's getting like a little kind of hyped up about it. But um, he was more so focused on talking about the homophobia behind the right. interaction than talking about the sexual intercourse behind the interaction but bella called him on it she yeah. said she's like you didn't mind her racially stereotyping you so she knew oh about yeah that. Mm-hmm. she knew about that and she, and she's like and you also didn't mind because you fucked her so he looked he had like a quizzical look on his face and he's like he wasn't really trying to do anything with her and bella's like well she was angry because she found out that you were gay after the fact and after you stuck your dick in her and you shot up a load. I was like, God damn, girl. Yeah. You know she's... what I mean? Just raw with it. Just raw. And Terry looks up from the side like, ooh. But did you guys find it strange that Kwame said that the girl forced herself on him? Absolutely did. Yeah. Because Kwame, you work out. Because he's pretty putting sure... the blame on her. Right, right. Also, hold on, hold on, right. hold on, hold on. So do you feel... He was uncomfortable in the beginning and she was the one who was coming on to him. She initiated. Right. But 
if he said, you know, like, no, stop, and she still proceeded, then okay, I could see that being forcing yourself on someone, but he kind of rolled with it. Is it, you know, so this, okay, y'all, I know y'all hate I do this, but listen, y'all can't just roll with me. <laughs> in that Jada, in the entanglement episode, Ooh. okay? And Here we Trini, go. Trini, stop. Trini, stop, okay? <laughs> Trini, stop. Y'all even want to know, Trini and I have been texting about the episode like crazy, okay? Um, but just, we're not going to go there. But, you know, mm. Ismail and I talked about society having a hard time seeing men as victims of sexual assault when it comes to women. And so I'm not saying this was assault, but can we acknowledge that she was pushing and he was uncomfortable? But I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like Kwame expressed that he was uncomfortable to her. If it were, if the roles were reversed and Kwame was a woman and that young woman was a man, would she have to express that she was comfortable? Would not her sitting there while the person is kissing up on her make it kind of known? Isn't that like a, a cue that she's uncomfortable? But, that that person is uncomfortable? But I, I didn't feel like Kwame gave enough. Maybe I'm not remembering the episode clearly. I don't feel like Kwame gave enough body language cues to tell her that she was uncomfortable. Mm, okay. What's say you, Gwen? This is a gray area, right? That we talked about that that border and tiptoeing on the, mm-hmm. the line, right? Mm-hmm. And if we just, if I look about Kwame and just in all of the interactions, he has a really hard time expressing himself. Yeah, he, that's for sure. He really doesn't express himself. He bottles up his feelings. And, you know, the only feeling that he allows himself to feel is horniness and sleeping with random men. But other than that, he really does bottle up his feelings. So is he trying to justify his actions saying that this woman forced herself on him? Yeah, he is. Was it consensual? Yes, it was. I mean, I, you know, this is all these gray areas, right? Like it was, he didn't want it at first, but then he kind of got into it. Well, okay. Think about Stormy Daniels with Trump. Like, she didn't really want to have sex with him. But she, I remember in the 60 Minutes interview, she was just like, oh, I'm here now. Let's just get it over with. So I think it's that same mentality. Like, oh, I got myself into this. Let me just get it over with. A lot of women do that. A lot of women do that, yeah. And I've I, done that. Yeah. <laughs> More times mm-hmm. than I wanted to. I've yeah. done mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... You're yeah. like reluctantly consenting. You're like, fuck. You know what I mean? It's not a great place to be in, but I can acknowledge he did do that. He wasn't into it. It was like, oh shit, I'm here. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. It's just like the sooner we do this, I can get this over with and just move on with my life kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. But he didn't have to stay. He could have said, you know what? No, I'm uncomfortable and been done with it. But he was still trying to use this heterosexual hookup as a way of coping with his assault. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but a lot of what, you know, we've all been in the situation, you're like, you know, you kind of just go through with it and then you make the best of it. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. It would have been okay until they got to the situation with the F word, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what happened. So, Terry starts to say she thinks it was confusing or something, and then... Bella cuts her off and is basically like, oh, did you remember this? She was like, as someone who has not experienced rape. Oh, yeah. 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 You should be yeah. listening and not concluding conversations. She put her in place. I mean, she, I was do you think that, you think that was, okay, I know we don't like Terry 
But if this was like a good individual, would you would you like that lecture from Bella? I actually I can't say. Aside from not liking Terry, I do think that this really was a Kwame and Bella conversation and beef. And unfortunately, they have this strange bond of this similar experience of having both been assaulted, like in a very close time frame. And mm-hmm. with them both needing to emotionally get it out. I, Terry, I do feel like should have taken a little bit of the sideline. Like, don't let them fucking work that out. Mm-hmm. Don't Agreed. don't get in the middle of this. Don't get in the middle of this one. I think she should have played it very neutral. And I know she was trying to play neutral by defending him. She really should just let them work it out. They needed to work through it because they're both in a heightened state of emotion. Right. Trying to figure out their feelings and heal from their assault. Trinity, what do you think? I'm sorry I cut you off. No, no, no. You didn't cut me off at all. And I totally agree with your thoughts. Yeah. This was a, a Bella and Kwame situation. Mm. And Terry should have just stopped trying to be a mediator and just let them hash it out. Well, maybe she's being trying to be the mediator because she has the savior complex. Exactly. Absolutely, okay. yeah. Yeah. Like, she just wants everybody to have a good time tonight and paint their pumpkins <laughs> and all that stuff. Self-care. Self-care. Yeah. Bella's like, look, he took advantage of someone vulnerable and he shouldn't feel good about it. He should be fucking horrified. And Terry's like, he, got, he has his own stuff. He's vulnerable. And Bella's like, look, being vulnerable doesn't mean you can make other people vulnerable and put them in pain. Right. Isn't that what most most abusers, I'm not calling Kwame abusers, but most people who have suffered abuse, what do they do? They abuse they others. Abuse. Right. Yeah. So. The oppressed become the oppressor. Right? Mm-hmm. The oppressed mm-hmm. become the oppressor. That's mm-hmm. what happens. So. They go out into the hallway. Yeah. They go out in the hallway and... He's stating that, you know, he was kind of pushed into the situation or maybe Terry states that he was pushing, pushed him into the situation. And Bella is like, it sounds like he's kind of putting the blame on the woman. Mm-hmm. And Kwame was like, no, he's definitely not doing that. He would never do that. Um, and then Terry says that he should have never brought it up to Bella. Well, did, I have a question. Did he mean he shouldn't have brought it up to Bella or did, did she mean that he shouldn't have brought it? He shouldn't have said it to the girl. I thought it meant to the girl. At first I, th- I thought Bella, and then I thought it was a girl. I actually didn't know who she was saying he shouldn't have said it about. Oh, I thought she was talking about Bella, but okay, okay. Yeah, I thought it was a girl. The but I think he's, he was gay. Yeah, I think it's better to bring it up because that little girl was going to be chasing him for more dick after their first <laughs> encounter. <laughs> She'd probably be like, why'd you ghost me? Kwame, I want some dick. Why are you ghosting me? So, so what would be better, being ghosted or being told that the guy that you just slept with was gay? I say, I say being told, because then you could be like, okay, I need to go see my OBGYN tomorrow. <laughs> get me some tests done. Get my little pat smear done for the poom poom. For the poom poom. For the poom poom, and you know, because then you. But what no. difference does it make if he were okay? If he were, and I, this this is my whole thing. thing. He, he what difference make if he was gay? Or if he was straight, if he was a straight dude out here sleeping with mad women, or if he's a gay dude sleeping with mad men, I mean, you don't know the dude. I mean, what difference does it make? Well, look, I don't want to serve, like, sound like a Southern Baptist, but I know I'd be the OBGYN the next day if I found I mean, out. You I should have been wearing a condom regardless, right? Because you don't know this dude. They used a condom, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Well, we better not have another episode with some girl coming back pregnant. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tommy's <laughs> baby. Could you imagine? Oh my God! Oh, she would abort that baby. She might want a little cute, little you know, North no, she, baby. 
she 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 would she would abort that baby. Elissa, you never know. She might want her little caramel baby. So, but abortion's not taboo over in Europe, right? Like it is here. Every community has their own little things that they go on, right? Yeah. So anyway, Bella, you know, when Terry says that she should have told her, Bella's like, oh, well, I agree because, you know, that would be like telling her the truth. No, they're talking about the girl. They're talking about the girl. Okay. She's like, that would be like telling her the truth. It's better to hide under the surface and never acknowledge that you're hiding something from the person who's let you into her bedroom. And, you know, she's like, what's wrong with his brain? Is he fucking insane? And, you know, Terry's like, well, you know, Kwame made a mistake. And Bella's big mad. She's like, she didn't give a damn if it's a fucking mistake. Yeah. I agree. That's not a mistake. That's a blatant omission. Yeah. Well, but but hold up, hold up. But Terry, what does Terry come back with? Okay, because. Oh, yes. What does Terry come back with? This whole series Mm. from the beginning is all about gray area as far as I'm concerned. Shit is not mm. black and white like we try to make it out in life. Yeah. I think everything, every situation actually has been gray. We're putting judgment calls on it. But if we're honest, most of the situations have been gray. So Bella's going off. Okay. AWF, not OFF. She's going all the way off. Okay? <laughs> and saying he's deceitful, destructive, narcissistic, inconsiderate mistakes. No, people don't do that. What does Terry say, though? She brings up a little party. What Her birthday party. What happened at the party? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bella, what is it? Bella locks a, a stranger in the room with Kwame at Terry's yeah. birthday party. A little Egyptian cutie mm-hmm. that was trying to hit on him. I don't see how the two things really correlate, though. Make how does that mistake. make... How is that... But to Bella's point, it wasn't deceitful. It wasn't narcissistic. It wasn't inconsiderate. If anything, she thought she was being considerate. She was like, all right, maybe Kwame's game is a little off tonight. Let me put him, you know, in the room with this guy. Maybe sparks will fly. Well, she refresh my memory. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Go ahead, go ahead, Slim. Did, did Bella know of the assault at the time of the party? No. She, d- she didn't know the assault, but she knew he said he was taking a break. Okay, okay. She was taking a break. So... Because I feel like if Bella knew the assault, she probably wouldn't have done that. But for somebody like Kwame, who carries on in the fashion that he does, what would you consider a break? I would consider a break for him like an hour. But if, but first of all, he's never told you in his life he wanted a break. You know that. Okay? Because he's never break, he's never had broken from shit. All he's doing is breaking <laughs> off some dick. All he's doing is breaking off some dick. So he's never taken a break. So breaking his back. That's it. So for me... For him to say that and for you to have gone through your situation, you didn't need to know the details at that time. You should mm-hmm. have respected his wishes, period, point blank, because she should have some sensitivity just on the strength of what she had gone through. So I, listen, I don't agree with Terry, but glass houses and stones, people got to be right, careful. Right, right. That's all. Right. It is different because obviously Kwame intentionally was doing a lie of omission and Bella didn't technically know all the details, but... You know. But then Terry claims that she put him into a dangerous situation at that moment. And I'm trying to rack my brain figuring out what exactly is the danger. What was the dangerous? Maybe it just I means guess. like mental. Okay. Trauma. Okay. Yeah, mental trauma maybe. No, but that was, to me, that was actually a very, very telling moment. I actually put it in caps here. So Terry is like, she starts stuttering and stammers. And she's like, you left Kwame without really thinking about the consequences. And I wrote, nigga, why do I use the word so much? I, I really do. I wrote, Terry is always, always on the defense due to her guilty ass conscience. 
Okay. So I think she was trying to make a parallel that obviously Bella doesn't know at this particular moment, but she's making a parallel. Like, look, she told Simon to leave Bella Mm -hmm. without knowing it was going to be dangerous. And so she's trying to make a parallel. Well, like, look, you left Kwame with Jamal. That could have been dangerous. How could you have known? Right. So I think that's why she's trying to make that parallel to kind of justify her own actions, which is why she's also kind of going in a little bit on Bella, because like I said, and like we already said, she should just mind her business and let the two of them hash it out. Yeah. Well, maybe she's just trying to display some guilt. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yep. We see you, Terry. Yeah. You know, he wasn't in a good place. It was really hard for him to be left there. It was a dangerous situation at that moment. So to me, that is all just parallel to her own guilty conscience of what she did. And she's now trying to create like a parallel Mm -hmm. for Bella to try to understand. Yeah. But then what is Bella? But then what does Bella do? This is, listen, everybody in this episode <laughs> was everybody was real brand new, honestly. So what yeah, everybody was now? feisty. Yeah, Whoa. I did. Oof. <laughs> so Devil's now night. Bella calls. <laughs> so now Bella calls out Kwame's name, and he answers, and she's like, "Great, he's here, so he can just speak for himself." Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but she was basically like, Terry can fuck off. Well, she she said it. She said, and she's like, you know, so she's like, you can shut up and fuck off. She did. She said, she said, fuck off really quietly, but she did say it. I was like, well, damn, girl. And I wrote, I agree. Shut the fuck up, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the worst Halloween ever. Yeah. Eventful. Right. Ugh. So she walks over to Kwame and then what? She's kind of having a heart to heart with him. And she's like, you know, I've always meant to be a good friend to you. You know, she asked him, like, was there something wrong with what she did to him that day? And he stutters and he says, no, it's fine. And so then Bella, you know, turns and she states to him and she's like, you know, if you paint things to make yourself the victim and she finds out the contrary, it makes her question who he is as a person. So he needs to look into the mirror because it's unnerving and uncomfortable for everyone. And then she turns on her heels and walks the fuck out the door. Mic drop. But you know, mm. Kwame is not open with his feelings. So he's not going to express express anything genuinely anyway. Is she self-aware enough to know that he's not? Or is she observant enough to know that he is? He doesn't. Don't he, you think you would know this about your friend by now? We know that Terry ain't a good friend by now. Oh, true, 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 <laughs> true, de- true that, true that. Yep. Touche. Right. So the next thing we see her in the street walking. Yeah. She heads to a pub. Yeah, she has a pub. There's a bunch of people standing outside and she's trying to take a picture of herself, you know, for the gram, whatever. She gets somebody to take a picture for her. She's also trying to charge her vape because it's not been working this whole time. Um, and a man ends up complimenting her outfit and without even giving the dude like a moment, I'm guessing because he's white and she's over white men, she kind of just like lets him have it and tells him that his opinion is unwanted. She gives him the hand, she turns around, she leaves. And so now she's walking the streets and she's filming, it looks like an IG live, I guess we're supposed to assume. Mm -hmm. Um, And she starts talking about a bunch of different topics. So she first talks about crash test dummies and how the research behind that is based from a white male perspective. And then she goes into talking about how cancer research is focused on white men. There's no data for women. And so as she's going on this rant, 
about her, I guess everything is white male centric in the world. Um, she starts getting comments and you can see yeah. that not all of them are positive comments. No. Um, yeah. So she's getting a lot of hate. She gets a lot of love and she gets a lot of hate. Like any, you know, little online influencer celebrity, they're going to get their fair share of hate. But she is streaming to 15,000 people, I noticed. I was like, that's pretty big for her not being really that important. <laughs> I didn't know that many people. Wow. Yeah. I didn't notice that either. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's looking like she is having a breakdown. Yeah. She's spiraling for sure. Yeah. Well, then they start talking about, she starts talking about doxing though, right? Mm-hmm. She and did she, bring it up. Yeah. And she explains what it is, exposing private information. Excuse me. She had come across it that morning. Um, and then she asked people who they would dox. And you can see all the oh, replies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A wide range of responses. People telling her to show her breasts, like all, you know, yeah. people supporting her, all types of stuff. And then she's like, if anyone has Zane Tariq's address, feel free to dox. <laughs> And then, then she said, and then somebody said, you're just jealous of Zane's career, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I, I wanted, so how do we feel about this? Let's talk about doxing though. How do we feel about that? Exposing people's public information on social media. I don't putting, think that's going to fly in the U.S. We too litigious for that shit. Right. Yeah, that, that's so. like, it, but I think they could probably come back and sue you for putting out their private information. Yeah. Plus, and then you're 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 accusing but someone. I think it's a dangerous game. Yeah, but then you're accusing some, like proven in, you're innocent until proven guilty. I mean, it's slander and libel. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and you know, you're also putting people at risk if you put out their address. And I know, again, it's like don't protect it, but you know, you unless you have a court of law, you know, you're really putting the court of public opinion to be the judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. Of. Mm-hmm this person so i was like girl you're playing a very dangerous game yeah you know i don't agree with this at all i look i and i don't want y'all to say i'm an apologist i'm not apologizing but i also tell everybody to play the game and know the rules of the game so you can win it Mm -hmm. it's really hard for you to win the game if you're out here doxing but you need to be unless you got a lot of money to be paying lawyers fees and again this is an american perspective Maybe y'all not as litigious across the pond, but I was like, this is a little, this is cute until when keeping it real goes wrong. But something bad could happen, you know, people could be falsely accused. You right. Know, the extent of what people will do, get harassed, get maimed, get killed, just, yeah, I get, you really don't know. So, and especially on social media where it's full of crazy people and randoms. Yeah. And then it's a slippery slope. Like what happened if somebody wants to, um, pay the victim back and starts putting all their information online. Yeah, he could dox her back, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't want nobody to know where I live. <laughs> Under a bridge in Queens, that's what she's <laughs> Under a bridge in Queens, but they don't know which one. <laughs> okay. Um, and Queens is big. And so it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't, I was like, ooh, this moment, like, everybody in this episode, I was like, y'all are just, I don't like none of y'all. Um, Everybody's doing no, I hated everybody. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Ooh, y'all just. They showed their true colors tonight. They really did. Well, she was a dark angel. In this she season. was. She was a dark angel, right? She was snatched, but she was a dark angel. Yeah. So anyway, next thing we know, she's kind of walking around. It's kind of hazy that the camera, uh, like you're right, she's spiraling. And then where do we see her next in the next scene? Uh, the therapist's house. Mm-hmm. Her therapist's house. 
Yeah, at her house, which is like, that's how you know it's bad. Yeah, I was like, they, they let people come into, therapists come into your house? I mean, people- Yeah, I mean, what is Britain? Is this some, like, Twilight Zone over there? Because <laughs> you can cuss out a doctor, dox people, and then pop up at your therapist on Halloween night. I, what? So, but the therapist, like, don't worry, you know, you called right mm-hmm. and then what does the therapist start asking her about or what do they start talking about a social media and can she give it a break and then she's basically like she needs to speak the truth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to be complicit and then the therapist says something interesting which is i think we all know i agree with it completely yeah well you're mm-hmm. not on it at all you're not social media at all because I'm, I'm ahead of things y'all i know it i knew this fact already people so the therapist says that the business models of these networks incentivize people to speak often instead of listening and i thought like well ain't that the problem we got with kanye (laughs) oh god and it's the problem that we got with all these people getting canceled yeah yeah you know because you want to get the attention you want to get the likes and you guess you get caught up out there so well I, I think people are always trying to like say something witty and they don't realize like two months later that can be completely offensive and you got a record of all this stuff i mean i i think social media is just a small blip in a small bite and look have i said the most pc things on this podcast hell no oh you but... know i haven't <laughs> But I think it's also in the context of, of larger conversations. The episodes are, you know, an hour. This is already over an hour. And, <laughs> and then I think it's like a large series of conversations. So you could pick out a snippet. But if you listen to over time, you know, sometimes you revisit things. You change your mind. You grow. You know, it's a long conversation. I think it's really hard when you have 30 seconds or a minute and you're trying to say something to get likes. Mm-hmm. You generally are not given enough time to really thoroughly explain your thoughts, think about it. You know, I do edit these episodes now. I keep most of it in, I do. But, you know, at least it's in the context of a wider conversation. You just have a small little blip, and that small little blip with no context and no background can easily be misinterpreted or just not fully explain or thoroughly explain the thought that you're trying to convey. Mm-hmm. That's Gwen's two cents. Yeah, but and then you know people also could take something that you say that isn't offensive and like distill one sentence that that is highly defensive. Well, isn't that what we talked about with um Joe Biden and Charlotte? Yes, yes, yes yeah, 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 yeah. So you can yeah. have the whole conversation. They just take the little blip anyway. Yeah, take one thing and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it's a social media culture too. Yeah. Everything's so, a soundbite. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like to hell with it. Well, listen, I know my days come when I get canceled, but listen, Gwen's <laughs> heart is good. Okay. Gwen's heart is in the right place. And Gwen be drinking a lot on these podcasts. I'm drinking <laughs> right now. So forgive me because sometimes I know not what I do. But yeah. So basically, you know, the therapist is like, I think she said there's, Three R's were relax, rest, and rejuvenate. I think mm-hmm. that's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all entitled to take breaks. Because she said, like, something people take breaks halftime, breaks from a game. You take breaks from, you know, or from the theater. So it's okay to take a social media break. Right. And which then, I think more people should do. But it's hard because you're trying to keep up your brand and all the stuff you want to. Listen, social media is stressful. I'd be stressed out about the damn little podcast, little social media. 
It's, it's yeah, but you you're you're promoting a product. I think some people are promoting like themselves, themselves. like their themselves. Yeah, yeah and it, they're really not that interesting. True. <laughs> it's true. I, I come on, like I I I know some people who've got like these great pictures on Instagram, and then when you try to have a conversation with them, it's like talking to a brick. You're right. You're right. Slim no, never I, lied. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Slim never lied. That's mm. true. Okay, girl. And so, but then casually, Bella, the ther- the therapist asked about the case. Oh, yes. Yeah. She wanted to kind of know what the update was. And Bella s- said that they closed it a month ago. Um, so the therapist seemed pretty sad about that because, you know, she asked Bella if, you know, she had unpacked mm-hmm. any of the belongings that the police had given her back. And Bella's like, nope, just stuck it under my bed. Which is very telling. Therapist- and they well, do a little exercise yeah. here. At first, when I saw, I was like, "What's going on?" Where she opens a notebook. Oh yeah, with the drawings. Yeah, she her. was asking her to explore the idea of herself versus anything that contradicts or threatened her perceived reality. But I think that's what made it click, right? Yeah. Right, and then that was a really good exercise for everybody. I agree. Yeah, because like, what do we want? How do we want to be perceived? And then, what are we hiding under the bed? metaphorically mm-hmm. like i think we all need to sit down and do this exercise children after this podcast true 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 especially in these covid and pandemic times yeah oh my god yeah you know and so then after that the next scene what do we see she goes and she cleans up from under that bed but she did something before that mm. yeah so she's debating on whether or not to delete her ig oh yeah she's at the screen to delete it and she kind of goes to press the button, backs out of it, and then she goes and she actually deletes her profile. Yeah. So I thought that that was, you know, telling. She's, she, Bella's kind of a pain in the ass, but, you know, if you give her good advice, she'll try to take it. Yeah, at least it got through to her. Because I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think most people would be able to delete their, their podcast. I mean, not their, I'm sorry. What do y'all call that thing y'all have? She just shaded my black ass. She shaded my black ass. Well, goddamn. I meant the social media accounts, people. So, um, yeah, I meant to me, it's growth. It's growth. Right? Yeah, she's actually, absolutely. you know, done that right. And so then the next thing we see, Slim, this when she's you know going under her bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's cleaning out. The roommate stops by. Mm-hmm. Good old Ben. Good old Uncle ben. ben. Uncle Ben, come on through. Why, Uncle wow. Ben? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she pulls out something in a plastic bag. Keep going. No, which happens to be an image of a sonogram where she's 10 weeks. So apparently she had an abortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she had an ultrasound. Yeah. And I couldn't see till the last thing. She, there was actually a diaper and it, there was like a diaper behind it and like bloody cotton balls. And yeah. Now who would keep that? It's Bella. Bella. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk through this and then the Because I was like, do, you, do they give you ultrasound when you're have an abortion well maybe she maybe she got well you know what in some well this okay we come back to the united states in some states they make you get a an ultrasound before you're allowed to get an abortion now i highly doubt that goes picture yeah yeah they make Mm -hmm. you print the picture out i don't know if they make you to guilt you into keeping the baby yeah yeah that's fucked up i mean i think obviously they have to do an ultrasound because they have to look they do an ultrasound when you have polyps and fibroids like they do ultrasounds right so I imagine they're going to have to do it. But giving you a picture, like, that's kind of, I mean, that's awful. I just feel like, well, damn, you know, that's what usually the moms, when you keep in the baby, you have and you show everybody in the progress and the growth. 
But you know, knowing Bella, she was probably on the fence like, oh, let me think about getting an abortion. She probably went home, thought about it, slept on it, looked at the picture, then came back and had an abortion. I doubt it was like, oh, I'm 10 weeks pregnant, you know, take it out. I guess. But she said she, you know, she just went, had it done. Oh, that's true. Forgot about it, never thought about it again. And then Ben asked her if she feels like she made the right decision. And she really, I don't know what, I don't know if she said something. Well, the way he said it was like, he said, do do you think you made the wrong decision? And she says no. And he's like, well, doing what we have to do doesn't always feel good, does it? So this is my thing. I was like, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's the context? Is this an old abortion from back in the day? Is this Biagio? Like, I have questions. Mm. Whose baby is this? Or is it Zane's? I'm confused. I thought it was Zane's. I felt like it was back in the day because I felt like we would have gone on that journey with her if it was like from the time frame of Italy to now. It can't be Zane's because remember, this is the collection from the police. They collected her stuff before she met Zane. Mm. No, but I I feel like everything, everything Bella doesn't want to address is under that bed, including like the, the stuff from the rape case. I mean, I don't know what else is under the bed, but I just know that those things are there. But I'm like... So wait, how, because, I mean, and I don't know, because I'm not a detective, but I'm like, you're, <laughs> I don't even know if they do this in America. Like, a lot of stuff is, like, just foreign. I mean, I would think you would take the clothes from the night of or things she touched, but mm-hmm. I'm like, how do they get an ultrasound, and how old is the aunt? Like, I was just confused. So then, are we supposed to assume that she got pregnant from the rape? No, I, I, I definitely didn't get that. I, I thought this was the past. The past for some it reason. Couldn't have been, it couldn't have been because remember, she she didn't. It wasn't much longer after the rape that she went to the police. It wasn't much longer because if you look at the sequence, she's calling mm-hmm. Simon the next day. It seems like within the first week or two, she went to them, and then they okay. come by, and then they pick up the stuff. So okay. it's not ten weeks, you know what I mean? So it, to me, it's it's before that. But I'm like, well, how did I end up in your little rape? package like i just feel like what does this have to do anything so i mean it's fine i just thought it was weird i i need more answers yeah you know anyway so just moving on but then there's a strange guest in the room wait what <laughs> that's what we're gonna call wait what are we talking about <laughs> yes oh, okay. <laughs> yeah okay, a she- halloween <laughs> ghost <laughs> well okay well this is somebody's favorite wig okay and it's not mine <laughs> Okay. This yes, it's the beautiful wig. Morticia wig. <laughs> Perfect for Halloween, I might from add. <laughs> Terry's party from Terry's little soiree. The same outfit too. Like, why would she? If she's gonna see herself, why would she see that version of herself? Uh, yeah, I thought she looked crazy looking in that chair. Well, it was weird. We, well, we see sure. her flashback, like to like a memory, or she has like a vision or whatever of herself in this black wig sitting and. She basically quotes what she said to mm-hmm. Kwame, mm-hmm. right? Earlier. Yeah. 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 About painting yourself the victim mm-hmm. and look in the mirror. And I guess this is now her reflecting on the abortion. That's yeah. what I, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all doing a lot, but y'all don't give no context here. So like, what the hell is the, con- I don't know. So I was like, that's interesting. And while she's having this vision, the doorbell rings, Ben leaves the room. And then Terry comes in back with Ben and um, Kwame's outside. Bella goes to talk to him. Yeah, because she asked, she's like, where is he? And Terry was like, eh, he didn't know if he wanted to come in here. It's like, she left kind of hot. So I wouldn't want to go straight into the room uh, either. Yeah. If I were him. Mm-hmm. 
which is fair. But she does get up to go and talk to him. And she apologizes for locking him in the room. And, you know, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. And they hug it out. So, you know, they love each other. It's fine. Um, but, um, and they actually say that they love each other, which is, which is good. And then Kwame lets her know that he's not going to stay. Because <laughs> he's decided to go meet up with uh, Mr. Porno video from earlier. He... He obviously liked what he saw, so he's off to go do what he does. Trick or treat. Mm-hmm. All the facts there, baby. He gonna get his little All tricks and his tricks. Okay. Ha- yeah. And so- I would, I would love to know Kwame's backstory because he is. Whew. I know we don't know enough about him. Truth be told. But Bella goes back in the room with Ben and Terry. Ben says he's going to watch TV. That's all Ben do. Bless Ben's heart. <laughs> he's the best roommate ever. He really is. <laughs> and Terry asks her if she's sure she wants to do this. And then they open up the bags, right? Right. Yeah. And that's when we see, like, the jacket from the night and, like, a bunch of other stuff that she ends up just kind of, like, laying out on her bed. And so Terry asks her, you know, does she want her to help her get through this? And Bella actually decides, no, let's go for a walk. Right. So ladies are walking, walking, walking. Bella's walking with like a purpose. She seems to be headed somewhere. Terry's like, hey, we've been walking for a long time. Like, where are we going? Lo and behold, where do we end up? We end up at Ego Death. So it seems to be that it's not too cold in the UK on this October evening yeah. because there's outdoor seating. <laughs> I, okay, I'm glad you're not the only... I thought that was strange. <laughs> so weird. I didn't notice that, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I know we got global warming, but goddamn. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, this doesn't add up, but whatever, yeah. I get it. I guess it gives We're them, going like, with it a safe space that's close enough to the scene of the crime but you know at least she can kind of just like not have to be inside the bar so they end up sitting outside and and bella's like staring into the bar kind of looking at all the different faces all the different people and i'm guessing she's trying to to work through it i mean i don't know it's it's difficult to read her face because it's kind of like it's super intense but there's also not much there so and that's how it ends. Yeah. You see her, Terry asks, like, what are they doing? Bella's vaping. But then she says, yes. And then you see fangs. Like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, that was fangs. eerie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She had, like, grills almost yeah. look like. Fang yeah. grills. Well, I think, like, you know, fangs is Halloween. And I was like, okay. Okay. It was just it was just eerie watching her look into the bar, seeing, like, the guys, the white guys with the mask on. And it was, mm-hmm. it was like, is this yes. a good place for a rape victim to be right now? There was that one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Return to scene of the crime. So, I mean, that that was it, ladies. Anything else? I mean, I think we went through everything. Anything else notable? No, I don't think so. We definitely covered everything that we needed to. I I thought it was... Pregnancy. Yeah, I I thought it was weird that the apparition was kind of making Bella feel guilty about having the abortion. I thought so, too. But that's why we don't have the backstory to know, like, well, what the hell is this about? Yeah, but they do like to foreshadow. They've done this to us throughout the whole season, where we get a scene and we're like, "What is this?" And then it's like mm. an episode or two later, it all ties back, and we're like, "Oh, they set this up." Well, we only got three more, right? This is episode nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like weird, you know, and that's what helped her warm her heart to be forgiving to Kwame and apologize to him. Yeah, yeah. So look, look, this has been real. I want to just wrap it up. We're trying to keep this at an hour, y'all, but this is hard. 
Okay, it's hard. <laughs> okay, it's a lot in these episodes. Yeah, but okay. we did it. We did it. We close enough to an hour. Y'all got an hour and twenty minutes. I might edit it down. So thank you, ladies. Again, you're welcome. Thank Happy you Halloween, so everyone. <laughs> A couple months too early, but yes. Happy Halloween. <laughs> and until next time, stay tuned. Peace.